everyone. Welcome to the Western Front. Two little ducks. Two little ducks. 22. Episode 122. So two little ducks. Lockie Reed's back. Been MIA. Steve Allen, the man who was podcasting before podcasts were podcasts. He's on a well-deserved break and you're back. Yep. Decided uh, that I'd come back two weeks. Not long enough for holiday of two <laughs> weeks, Tim. I need to talk to my boss and just sort of extend it next time. I reckon... Four weeks is a proper holiday, don't mm-hmm. you reckon? Yep. How many weeks are you taking when the upcoming holidays come up for you? Uh, I'll take a month here and then I'll take so a month So a month, you've taken four weeks and I was only allowed two weeks. That was all I was allowed. Oh, Locke, you can slide into that little gap there, mate. Two weeks. Yep. Didn't even have time to do me hair in the two weeks. So I'm not quite sure what the issue is here. The fact that I only had two weeks holiday. Okay. Uh, last time I checked, I was in charge of the department, and yep. I get to take that month off, <laughs> right. and you just follow suit. But welcome back. Good to see yeah. you. you look... no, great to be back, Tim. Just absolutely go- loving it. You had a bit going on, because now the podcast, hello to everyone who's, um, well, they've been longing for the podcast to continue, because we sort of said, oh, let's just shut this baby down, you know, yeah, like... Once 40 finished, <laughs> we've got no knowledge on anything else. <laughs> anyway, you've been a very busy boy. Uh, let's go. Let's go. Uh, personal. Let's get personal yeah, for a brief okay, moment. Okay, yeah, no worries. The young fella has started, uh, restarted at the school, school that requires a jacket and tie. Yep, that's it. Yes. Sweet. Now you've got to work for the rest of your life to get him through. <laughs> yes. I understand the point. More podcasts. <laughs> oh, they don't pay, do they? <laughs> uh, the big fella. Yeah. The big, um, big chopper. The, the big, big chopper. Chop. He had a knee surgery. Yep. Mm. Now, can you explain to the... So your boy, for those who don't know on the podcast, yeah. Lockie Reed's boy, Ben, yes. plays for Subiaco. And now that Subiaco have been disbanded because they've got too many good players, Ben's actually <laughs> going to be a life member, <laughs> captain, coach, yeah. and star player. He got, you know what? Actually, five days ago, we finally got the fridge, the microwave, <laughs> car? and the car. You got the car. All way in one week. <laughs> How unbelievable yeah. is that? Ah, fantastic. And so, he's just playing reserves. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yes, and the Colts get a trip for two to uh, to Dubai. Uh, so, so he had a knee. He had a knee. The young surgery, fella started yep. school. Yes. What about Madster, the uh, the daughter? Uh, Mads is just cruising. She's going beautifully at the moment. Beautiful young girl she is. Socialising a lot. Yep. Probably seen Abby out a fair bit <laughs> on a Saturday night. Yeah. Now, can I ask you about that? Um, young yeah. teenagers of today, does your daughter, and we've had this discussion since before. Is this a podcast on sport? Has this changed since I've been away, this podcast? It's a podcast, mate. We're usually very serious and focused in on the important issues of sport. This is way more important than sport. Okay. Does your daughter go clubbing or does she go to the pub or does she go to friends' houses? No, she goes for pre's. At friends' houses, freeze. yeah, freeze, yeah, and then she goes clubbing. She likes the doof doof. Is music. that right? Yeah. See, Abby's a pre. Yeah. Then she's a pubber. Oh, I thought she... you were going to say Abby's a pre, and then she comes home under the weather. Oh no, she does that too. <laughs> no, no, pre's can see her out. No, no, most of the time the pre's are at my joint. Right. Okay. Right? And then they go to the pub. Yeah. But she's not a, and she'll she'll token show up to the club, mm. but she'll be the first one to bail. Right. She doesn't do the loud Can music. Can I go back to the pre's at your place? Go, go do, do you sort of, are you out there or do you sort of sit behind the scenes? Uh, no, I'm in the bedroom. Are you? Yep. Hiding. Yeah, just... You don't sort of come out, Goss is here! Oh, let's get the party started. If there's new kids there, I do, and I charge them fifty bucks for a photo. <laughs> so it's a bit of a it's a bit of a way of making some money. Yeah. But they buy they, they buy they drink weird stuff. 
Now, now they, they, the kids of today, right? Yeah. Like, so they're either drinking vodka. Yeah, they love the vodka. They love the oh, vodka. Oh, oh, oh. Or they buy the stuff like the bagpipe stuff. They take it out of the oh, cardboard the goon, box. The, the goon bag. Yeah. Yeah. Did I say goon bag? Is that what it's that's called? That's what it's called, isn't it? Yeah, yeah. It's like a pillow. Yeah. The silver thing. Yeah, because it's cheap. But they take it out of the box. It was like the old West Coast coolers yeah. back in the day. Remember oh, back I in do. the day? And West Bodega. Coast. We had Bodega what? as well. Bodega. Bodega. Nah, never heard Green of it. Green ginger wine was big in my day. Is that right? Yeah, so anyway. I had Canadian club. Oh, I'm I sure was you did. Cool. Melbourne bitter. <laughs> I'm just bitter, full stop. I don't think Melbourne bitter. Hey, that's a good chat. Yeah. Uh, all righty, let's get our teeth into what's been taking place. Now, the Wallabies are out, and we are, of course, at Network 10, yes, the, the Wallaby Wallabies station. station. But you know what? They're no good. No. I don't care. Matty Burke can stick it on his podcast, and yep. what, they're chubby, no good. Chubby Checker is no good. No, it's not Chubby's fault, mate. No. No, it's the other two. He's, he's had pre- his time. He's had plenty of time. Yeah, I agree. And he stuffed it. <laughs> he didn't. No. Nah. Hopeless. No, he's not. No. Bring back Tony Jones, I say. (laughs) Chompers. No, you mean Eddie Jones. Eddie, that's him. He's in England. Yeah, I know. He just coached England to beat the Wallabies, so get him back. He's got two more years to run on a contract. Do you think we can lure him out of... But see, he left... He left in... Look, he got shown the door. Mm. But interesting enough, Chubby... Yeah, right, the checks up. Mm. He he didn't miss anyone on the way out. He didn't <laughs> let the door right. hit him on the backside. <laughs> He's had a crack at uh, Raylene, who's the um, yeah, the boss, the chairman. Yep. And then he had a crack at the no, she's the CEO. She's the CEO. Then he had a crack at the, the chairman, the chairman, or president, or whatever they no. call them. <laughs> <laughs> but they're the two people that got rid of our mob, Western what? Force. Oh well. So I'm with Chubby. Yeah, I'm on Chubby's side. <laughs> yeah. There yeah. you go. Nah, they're done. The Wallabies, they need a, they need a revamp. <laughs> they Tim, need an overhaul. An overhaul. Okay, so how do you think we should start with this well, overhaul? I'd get Campisi back. <laughs> <laughs> um, what about Eelsie? Yeah, Timmy Horan. Yeah. Get Timmy. Timmy's Eelsie would be good. Maybe Matty Burke. What's he been? He's not doing much at the moment, aside from podcasts and travelling the world. Yeah. Uh, 81 tests, Matt Burke. Is that right? But he's he's on the pro tour, golf tour. He's too good looking to play rugby, Matty Burke, isn't he? Yeah, because he was an outside player, didn't want to get hurt, so he looked after his face. Now, Georgie Gregan. George, yeah, love Georgie. Now, can I just raise this topic with you? Yeah. Have you got a bloke, any one of your mates, Mm -hmm. who you were surprised at their sporting prowess when they said, oh, did you know I have achieved this? Because I'm going to give you a story that I found out on the weekend that I had no idea. Nah, not really. Okay. So there I am. I'm going to share the story with you. Mm. I'm at Cottesloe for the WA Open, and Michael Sim, who's on the comeback trail, was on the PGA Tour, yep. a bad back, gave it away, lives on the Gold Coast now, blah, blah, blah. He won uh, the WA Open. And I was walking around, and a mate of mine called Froggy, who played at West Perth and Clement, James Ferguson, was fast wingman on the wing, played okay. at West Perth. Yeah. He played down at Wembley Amateurs. He's a mate of yours. He's a mate of mine. He's a fireman. All He's right. about five foot eight, fit as, fit as anything. Anyway... He's a member at Cottesloe. Now, if you're a member at Cottesloe, you've got to have some coin. Yeah. Clearly. He played in the tournament. In the golf tournament? He played the in the Open. WA Open and just Froggy. missed the... Froggy just missed the cut. And I said, what do you play off? He goes, scratch. I went, what? <laughs> he goes, I'm looking at this bloke going, there's no possible way he could be a good golfer. No, he must be one of those annoying blokes that just can play every sport. He is a scratch golfer. At one of the toughest courses in Australia. What he, does he do as a he's fireman? A fireman. Yeah, because he has 50 days off a week. No, that's eight. No, mate. Mate. 
They work four days on, 55 off. Well, true, but he said his practice was in the lead-up for two weeks before the tournament was one bucket of balls. And I said, what's the key to that then? <laughs> don't practice. <laughs> I, no. No, don't practice. But I was, I kid you not, I'm walking around and he seemed to know everything about the course and he was talking to this and other. I said, oh, do you play much? He goes, I'm a member here. I went, oh, okay. And I know him really well. Money bags. Yeah. That's what I said. Yeah. I know him really well. I knew him as a fireman. That's all I knew him as. Mm. I know he likes to have a bet on the horses, blue, blah, blah. And he said, yeah, I'm a member here. I said, oh, yeah. And he said, I qualified. I said, where'd you qualify? He said, at Royal Fremantle. He said, I was the only bloke from Cottesloe that qualified. Got in the field, just missed the cut. Could he have won the prize money? No, because he was an amateur. No, I don't think he is an amateur. I think he's a professional. He's a pro. Yeah, well, he can be a pro. But you've got to get your card. You've got to go through the pro yeah, school could... to get the card. Yeah, okay. So he would have been an amateur. He couldn't have won the yeah. prize money at the end of the game, no. at the end of the four days. No. No, but anyway. That, that, How was Kimmy Felton? Was he out there? He was there. Yeah. He's uh, got a new job on tour development, player tour That's development good man, at, Kimmy Felton. at Golf Australia now. Good man. Yep. Yeah. It's very funny to talk about him. So I'm texting this bloke over <laughs> the is. last couple of weeks about the build up to the golf in Kalgoorlie, the PGA. Yes. And the WA Open. I'm texting this bloke. Hey, mate, uh, can't get a camera there. Yep, no problems, mate. Da da da. Texting. Yeah, no worries, bro. Da, I'm getting all these responses. It's not even Kim Felton. I've got Kim Felton's <laughs> name. <laughs> Sorry. I'm texting this bloke about golf, and this guy's responding, and yeah. he goes, Oh, by the way, who's this? It was and I'm Greg going, Norman. I don't know who it was, but anyway, <laughs> Did I you said, have Greg's number. And I'm ringing this bloke. No answer, no answer. And I said to, <laughs> I said to Kim Felton's wife, Gemma. Gemma yeah. I said, Gemma. Is Kim playing in the tournament? Why is he not answering his phone? She goes, oh, I just rang him. I spoke to him just then. I said, I've been messaging him for weeks. and been, <laughs> he's, he's acting as though I don't know him. Wrong number. Yeah. Got to be lucky. Got to be good. the shark. I reckon you were texting the shark. <laughs> anyway, the WA Open was yeah. a, a wonderful event, and it was good to see everyone cool. out there as well. What tickled your fancy? Uh, well, Wildcats always tickle my fancy. Yeah, uh, the NBL is off and racing, which is good news. Uh, the Caddies, terrible Friday night. What happened Friday night? The Taipans came to town. Big bite of the Wildcats. Who plays for the Taipans? Who plays for the Taipans? Uh, Nate Jawai plays for the Taipans. Being a big bite. <laughs> yeah, that's right. <laughs> you know, Nate Jawai, he is now... So he was in Perth, and forgive me if I'm just off by a couple of kilos, but I'm told when he was in Perth, <laughs> right? Yes. Am I allowed to go with this? Go ahead. He was around 150 kilos. <laughs> no. No. That's no what I'm told. No And right way. now, no he way. is at his rookie weight of about 130. He looks good at the moment. Why'd you ask who plays for the Taipans? Because I don't know who plays for the Taipans. All oh, right. <laughs> Did I see Jared Kenny? Yeah, Jared Kenny with the mullet. What's, the, what's that? No, I'm not sure. Not sure. Who else? There's other West Australians, aren't there? Uh, no, they've all gone. They had that. Uh, they had Alex Loughton. He's actually retired now. You know who's at the Taipans? Who? Is it Lennon Smart? Lennon Smart? <laughs> who's Lennon Smart? <laughs> well, there you go. No, he's not at the Taipans. He didn't play the other night. No, no, he's not a player. He's a coach. Little assistant coach. Is he? Is that his name, Lennon Smart? <laughs> yes. Lennon Smart used to run Lakeside Basketball. Is that right? And when we did Around the Grounds on Channel 10, and for those who are listening to this yeah, podcast... Was he the man you interviewed? No, he was the man who pulled it all together. And all of a sudden, I saw him on his Facebook that he's popped up work, he's moving house with Mike Kelly. And I'm going, what, what the going on? He goes, <laughs> I now live in Cairns. I'm an assistant coach. Well, Jamie O'Loughlin used to be here at the Wildcats. He's an assistant coach under Mike Kelly at so, the Cairns Taipans. So who, Jamie? 
Jamie O'Loughlin. So Jamie O'Loughlin, Lennon Smart. I'm sure Lennon Smart is a wild. Wow. Is a, he, he's all like almost like a trainee, assistant yeah. coach. But he's there. And Brett Havercroft is there. He's like the team manager. He was the Wildcats team manager for years. And well, he's no got wonder the big they, beard, no one, shaved head beard. No wonder they won. Yeah, they knew all about WA. They'd spent all week here in WA. Were they here for a week? Yeah. Yeah. You didn't see him. You didn't catch up with him at all. <laughs> Mate. Didn't catch up with Lennon. <laughs> Smarty, right? But it's interesting you say that. Yeah. Because did you know that on so today it's Tuesday, right? Yep. No. No. Yeah. No. Today's Monday. Yeah. <laughs> but this is going to be posted on Tuesday. Yeah. But did you know on Sunday? I don't know if you know, but it goes Sunday, Monday, Tuesday. Yeah, right. right. Yeah. You know the constellation. I feel like it's Friday right now. <laughs> I'm exhausted. <laughs> the constellation cup was on. Yes. And we lost again mm. by a goal. And yeah. Izzy's wife, Maria, yep. knocked down 27 goals. Yeah. Right? Had a good game. She did. <laughs> but interesting enough, they, the Australian team, the Diamonds, mm. played in Sydney on Sunday. They're spending the whole week in yeah, Perth. Yeah, here in Perth. They arrived here today, Monday, and they play on Saturday. And today, this has been podcasted yeah. on Tuesday. Tuesday. <laughs> yes. yeah, but, but you've gone, hang on. But why are they here for a week? Well, why not? Uh, Come because, over, soak up the sun. Mate, we're hanging on to grim death to hang on to the Constellation Cup. <laughs> Last thing we need is holiday mode. Usually you don't have to hang on for Constellation. <laughs> where is, where, what is, if I, if, okay. If I walked in and said, I'm holding this up, what do you reckon this is? How would you know that it's the Constellation Cup? <laughs> no, I wouldn't know. <laughs> Unless you read it on the cup itself. Yeah. Uh, what is a Constellation Cup? Constellation. Constellation Cup. What is the Constellation? I am not sure. But apparently it's a best of four. So I don't quite get it is that it either. combined countries? What, Constellation? Like is, it, is it only New Zealand? So they, is it only Diamonds and New Zealand? Yeah. Right. I just thought maybe it was a Constellation Cup included England and somebody else. It was like, a, you know, the Tri-Series in cricket. Hey. <laughs> you know, like they used to have the Tri-Series. Yeah. The one-day well, international. What do you reckon the Tri means? No, but they, I thought that's what the Constellation Cup was, was a combo of three or four teams playing against each other. No. No. It's like the Bledisloe Cup. It's just Australian Ooh, v okay. New Zealand. So, yeah. But the Bledisloe Cup is two games. Mm. Constellation Cup. Is four games. How do you get a result out of four games? Well, if you, you, if you hold the title, the opposition yeah. have got to win three well, no, games. No, that's stupid. No, nah, you've got to win. So you've got to make it a three-game series. That's silly being four games. No, they make it a five-game series. Or five. Yeah, but that stretches it out far too long. <laughs> what, you're not in, you don't like netball? No, I love netball. <laughs> Been associated with netball since 1995, Tim. Yep. The courtside announcer of the oh, State League. And where haven't you been the courtside announcer? <laughs> That's the first. Oh, no, it wasn't. It was the second gig I had. I was the ground announcer at South Fremantle <laughs> Football Club. Did I ever tell you that story? Oh, here we go. So I was the ground announcer. I'd just arrived in Perth. It was 1995. I was doing uni. And um, uh, Joe McManus said, uh, South Fremantle need a ground announcer. You should do that. You so know, Joe McManus is the Joe head McManus of... Uh, was head of my broadcasting course. Yeah. Still does it to the day now. Does, does a terrific job. Been around a long time. Been around a long time. Gets everyone jobs. She does. Like the guru of getting people jobs. Yep. And uh, so I got offered the South Fremantle ground announcing job. 
50 bucks it was. 50 bucks. Gosh, you're 45 to drive down there. <laughs> yeah, that's right. Oh, I, was, Gerald. I was living at the Vines. <laughs> <laughs> it's like a 50k drive. <laughs> there and back, yeah. that's 100. And the first script I got had... Coburn. Correct. Yeah. <laughs> and I was three seconds away <laughs> from saying it. In Cockburn. a different way. You were going to say Cockburn. Oh, I was going to say Cockburn. Because that's how it's and a lot of luckily, to say. someone stopped me before I said it. You were cocksure about it not being <laughs> Cockburn, <laughs> were you? cocked up. <laughs> so there it is there. So, yeah, so Coburn, C-O-C-K, yeah, burn, one yeah. word. Now, we so, got away from the Wildcats too, by yeah, the way. No, no, I was, going, I was onto, something, on to I was onto something else. Yeah, well, did you know, I don't know if you know this, mm. you know my association with netball, don't you? No. Oh, number one ticket holder. Yep. Yeah, and lost it to the Premier. <laughs> yeah, Colin Barnett, yeah. Well, as we like to call him. Colin Barrett. Colin Barrett. Right? Yes. So they didn't win a game when I was... No, they were terrible. Yeah. That was like their first season, wasn't it? Before first couple they, of years, yeah. They became West Coast fever after being the Perth Orioles. That's it. And then when they, uh, they'd play games and like tip-off would be, or first pass would be 5.40. Mm. So I said, I'm not... Can't be there. Can you be there for the first toss of the game? And yeah. I said, Well, no, I've got a job to do. I've got to yeah. read the sport on Channel 10. And I think that's that was the beginning of the end for me. Yeah. I said, We well, changed your schedule <laughs> for the number one ticket holder. <laughs> yeah. You know, I was number one ticket holder for the Perth Wildcats. There you go. Yep. And what did um, you get for that? I was told, I was told that it was only a, a two year reign. <laughs> So two years yep. I finished up. Yep. Dennis Cometti has been yep. the number one ticket holder for 50 years. Yep. Unbelievable. Not happy. What's he doing now, Dennis? Dennis, he's just cruising. Yeah. Loving life, winning awards. Sport Australia, Hall yep. of Famer. Yep, legend. You got in there? Yep. All righty. Hey, we're going to take a break. going to come back because we're going to pay the bills to halftime. Good chat. Yeah. Good chat. You know, I went on holidays and during the holidays I sat down and I just went over my year, uh, thought about how I could get better. <laughs> how long did that take you? <laughs> about two seconds. And I thought about this podcast and oh, I yeah. thought... I'm not going to get involved in Tim's chatter about rubbish. <laughs> That's it. I'm going to become more serious, Why? focused, and we've just gone 18 minutes of absolute crap. Yep. It's our podcast, and we podcast as we wish. People are driving as we speak. They love the chatter. Have a look at the comments on the podcast. They had the top... But may I just say to you... We're going to a break, Tim. No, no, I've got to get this off my chest. <laughs> right. So they had the rankings. They have ratings now for podcasts. How are we going? <laughs> Hang on. So then I looked at it and said, well, where do we fit into the scheme of ratings? Yeah. We're not even in the top 100. Yeah. But the reason... And then I looked in and said, you've got, a, you've got a, only certain companies submitted to be in it. So what's Stu doing? Isn't he submitting us? <laughs> Stewie Buckland. Yes, he's got another mention. Can't mention oh, the behind-the-scenes people. Sorry, mate. So, yeah. look, sorry, Stu. So there's got to be a point where the nobodies don't get a mention on the podcast. Nah, but he, he stayed in Bayswater. He is something. <laughs> <laughs> Stewie Buckland, you're a legend. For those who don't know, he's the man who pedals the podcast and puts it on there. We'll take a break and be back with part two of episode 22, Two Little Ducks. Do you know what Two Little Ducks yeah, is? Yeah, 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 Tim, yeah. <laughs> Are you ready for your fix on all things politics? Introducing the Professor and the Hack, Ten Speaks Podcast. It's almost like Weekend at Bernie's. You've got the dead body getting dragged around. Listen now. Welcome back to the podcast, part two. You want to talk sport? Yep. 
I'm going to get serious now. Sean Marsh, does he play in the first test? No. Why not? Made a double century. <laughs> yeah. I love him. Labashane will be number three, will yeah, he? He'll be there. Who opens? Warner. Yep. Does the young fella Harris? Probably. Mm. Gets one more crack at it. Bancroft doesn't. No. Pukowski's got to be a chance. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, he's had some good runs, hasn't he? Yeah. <laughs> Yep. Yeah, what do you know about Will Pukowski? Let me know. A young fella. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> what sort of batting style has he got? Oh, it's a real good one. <laughs> <laughs> it's really good. He hits the ball yeah. nicely through the covers. Yep. Pretty good off his legs. Yeah. yeah. Yep. Good square of the wicket. Yeah. yeah. Doesn't really go down the ground, straight down the ground. Doesn't like that sort of behaviour. Just like that, just guide it through the slips cordon. He's a slips cordon guider. Do you, no, he won't make the test team. Though. He's a big chance to make the test team. Where does he bat? Um, in the pitch, <laughs> in front of the wickets. I don't know about. But no, everyone keeps. No, come on, we got we got Harris, we got Warner. Yep, we got uh, Labashani, Smith, Smith. Now who goes in at five? Wade. He made a mountain of runs in yeah. the Sheffield Shield and last it, that, year. And two tests uh, in two centuries in the, two, in, yeah. in the Ashes. But I think time comes where you've got to say, okay, we're going to restart now. We're going to re Restart. Plum, re <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So, so you're going to put uh, Will in there. Yeah, I think Pukowski's got to play. I do. I do. He's very young with Labashan and Yeah, but they're only playing Pukowski. Pakistan, mate. So okay. here's your chance. Yeah. A couple of bowlers. Got some night tests coming up too. Yep. So they start in Brizzy. Where Australia have been undefeated in a long, long time. <laughs> you wait till I get on the horse racing, mate. Okay, so, all right. Yeah. So why would you go down the cricket line? Why would you start, say, let's talk serious sport, and you go to cricket where you wouldn't know one end of a grey nickel to the other? Come on, I've come up with the team. Okay. I think they need a bit of... I really think they need... <laughs> He's just... He has just signalled... For those who are trying to paint the picture, he has just signalled a spin ball <laughs> at the back of his a hand. A leggy. A leggy. Yeah. Okay, what leggy? <laughs> <laughs> who should they pick? Adam Zampa. <laughs> Adam Zampa. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> No, they need an all-rounder. Yeah. Who's that? Mitch Marsh. <laughs> yeah. How do you reckon that's going? <laughs> Not great. What was he thinking? How many weeks is he out? Six to eight. Wow. And it's going to be hard to get back that's in. That's a good punch. If you've broken your, your hand yeah. with gloves on, yeah, that is a good punch. I know. He should fight Barry Hall or Paul Gallon. <laughs> that's right. Hey, they're going to fight. Danny Green's putting together oh, that, that, that big yeah. boxing tournament. Mm. What do you reckon? Have you seen the vision of Barry? No. Harry Hall, you're talking about? Yeah. Ripping shape. Oh, it looks amazing. Paul Gallon, not so amazing, but different sport. You know, when you're a rugby <laughs> yeah, league, yeah, like, you've got to be yeah. a bit chub chub. Yeah. yeah. Anyway, wow. Right. <laughs> so, so, cricket's done. Yeah, no. Cricket's done. Okay. Now, mm. the Everest versus Caulfield Cup on the weekend. Oh, yeah. No, I'm right into this. So 40,000 went to the Everest in Randwick. Mm-hmm. Mount for Everest. The, for the $14 million horse race. Sprint yep. race, 1,200. Mm-hmm. Caulfield Cup, 2,400 metres, 28,000. Weather was pretty ordinary. Won by uh, Murder Glass, ridden yep. by WA Boy, Bunbury Boy, Damien Lane. Mm-hmm. The question is, has the polish now come off, though, that race because of so much interest 
on the Everest race, the Sydney race. I heard you this morning talking about this and the, the, the crowd comes into play when you're listening to it. Yeah. The crowd makes yeah. it a bigger event. Yeah, do. And, and Sydney seemed somehow, now I don't know who does it, but Darren Flindell calls the races on television yep. from, the, from the Sydney venue. And I am sure that where they've got their effects mics... Is getting better nat sound. Correct. Boosted sound as opposed to Melbourne racing. You, is it more... In amongst, you know how yeah. you have your nat sound, and people will be thinking, "Well, they're talking nat sound." Yeah. Means the crowd. Correct. They have a the microphone. Roar. Correct. Out from the broadcast. So box. when he goes at the two hundred and whatever he says, yeah. and the crowd go right roar, they used to do that in Melbourne, but because the race course is a little bit more uh, intimate, the yeah. Melbourne one, uh, the yeah, Sydney yeah. one, because forty thousand at Randwick is like eighty thousand at Melbourne because it's just a bigger yeah. racetrack, so it's harder to get those in. I just so the think, mic must be in amongst the people, correct. not like pointed down correct. from a a box. So very clever, yeah, very technically. Mm. And I think when you're sitting at home, you go, oh, I'm more engaged in that because of the aesthetics and the acoustics and whatever it may be. So that's a win for them. But I do believe that now the attention goes on to the Caulfield Cup and the Melbourne Cup and the Melbourne Spring Carnival, which 10 is involved. When's the Cox Plate? That's this I Saturday. like the Cox Plate. Yeah. It's a very good race. It's almost is more exciting than the Melbourne Cup. You know when in AFL you talk about the prelim finals mm-hmm. and the grand finals? Sometimes the prelim finals are better games Correct. than the grand finals. Yep. I feel like that sometimes about the Cox Plate and the Melbourne Cup. All right. Now, what I am asking you to do yeah. is don't make your run too early when it comes to the race. I've got a question for you. Yeah. No, but hang on. Just to clarify. Yeah. Because yeah. we have been, we have sort of been asked. Yeah, I've been asked, yep. Whether we want to do a mm-hmm. Melbourne Cup pre-podcast yep. on the Monday before the Tuesday. And I said, well, look, you know, I need to be paid for this sort of stuff because it's my type of sport. Yep. Um, they said no. So I said, okay, I'll do it for free. So, <laughs> so Damien Oliver's last win in the Melbourne Cup, and yep. you know who that was. Yeah, yeah. Yep. Who was that? He was on a horse. <laughs> Called Fiorente. <laughs> Fiorente, For yep. Gay Waterhouse. Yeah. Right. So our man's D Oliver, our mm-hmm. West Aussie man. Yeah, good man. All right. So that's as much as you need to know. Right. The rest of it, you guide me and okay. I'll be the expert. Right. Now you've got a question for me? I do. I do. Because um, uh, I started studying during my holidays on racing because I knew this podcast was going to come up. <laughs> and I want to know who was a better horse, Kingston Town Ooh, yep. or Sub-Zero? <laughs> <laughs> Which was a better horse? Oh, well, do you really want me to waste time of this now on set? Yeah, I want you to answer it. How many times did Sub-Zero win the cup? Once. How many times did Kingston Town win the cup? Never did. Finished second. Right. But Kingston Town was by far and away a better racehorse than Sub-Zero. But Sub-Zero... Why is that? Just had more skill. Oh, and I've got another question. Yep. Got another question. Because you said... But Sub-Zero's gone on with it in post yeah. in retirement because he was the clerk of the course for many long years. Has been battling ill health in recent times. Right. Um, you said that the Melbourne Cup should be shortened. I heard you say, yeah. from 3,200 metres, mm. what should it go to? 800. Just short and sharp, mate. Mate, it's the greatest day on the sporting calendar. You want an 800 metre race. I was taking the mickey. They do race 800 metre races in a place called well, Esk in Queensland. It's not even worth turning up for 800 metres. <laughs> no, 3,200's fine. Yeah, 3,200's great. Yeah. How far is 3,200 metres? That's 3.2 k's. Two mile. That's two what it's, Melbourne Cup is yeah. known as a two-mile classic. Of course it is. Yeah. So there you go. Mm. 
Are you looking forward to Melbourne Cup? Yeah, it's going to be great. It's going to be great. We've gone way too long. Way too long. What other sports been tickling your fancy? Uh, No, not much else, to be honest. (laughs) How's Dan Ricciardo going? Yeah. No Uh, good. Did okay in Japan. Seventh, was he? Was he seventh? He finished seventh. Yeah, passed a few. Thanks very much. Yeah. Yeah. In Japan. In Japan. All right. Yep. Speaking of that, Kanichiwa, mate, we're out of here. Is that it? That's it. Welcome back anyway. <laughs> no, it's great. You to smashed him. So run me through that batting lineup again for the Australian Yeah, Test. so we're going to go Harris. We're yep. going to go Warner. Yep. We're going to go Labashane. Where was he born? South Africa. Good boy. Uh, we're going to go <laughs> Steve <guess>. Smith. <laughs> we're going to go Steve Smith. And yeah, that's yeah. pretty much we don't need any other batsmen <laughs> after that. We could actually stop there. Have you forgot about Travis Head? Travis Head. Yep. Yep. No, I don't think he makes it. <laughs> okay. No. We might leave it there. You've been really Pukowski, good. Will, Pukowski, Pukowski. You're telling me to Pukowski? <laughs> right, yeah. Nice work by you. Starkey will be in there. Starkey. Oh, Willie, though. Mm. No, he'll be in. He took 10 wickets in the shield gun the yeah, other day. Maybe not. Anyway, maybe hey, thanks not. for listening. Um, we're not sure what that was all about. No. But we're glad that we were able to do it. I'm not sure this one will get to air, too. <laughs> all right. Thanks for listening. Western Front. Daniel's back, 6 o'clock weeknights. It's the new show where you've got to think fast or you won't last. Let's give it a go. Can you describe Ed Sheeran without saying his name? He's a ringer and he sings. Not bad. Uh, what about Rove McManus? Vertically challenged. How about Grant Daniel? He may or may not host this show. Grant Daniel. Yes! Celebrity Name Game. It's the most fun you can have at 6 o'clock weeknights on Channel 10.